What's up, guys, and welcome back to the DualSense Podcast. This is episode number 88. Love that, 88. Just like a, a NASCAR driver that we all know. Bill Jr.? That's correct. Did you know that, or were you just talking? No. I know. Oh, I, I mean, come on. It's Dale. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> I'm one of your co-hosts, Jason, and I'm joined, as always, by your other co-host. And this evening, he has called himself Dick Cheese. Also known as Travis. Travis, what's what's going on tonight? I'm nothing. I'm just you know sharing some names I found at work. Um, I'm, I'm, oh yeah, it's my first podcast for my new couch. Mm, very nice. That's why you were adjusting your boom, huh? Yeah, I was making a lot of boom noises too. You were, as opposed to boomer noises. <laughs> you were, although we're well on our way to making those as, too, as well. You already make those when we game at night. <laughs> I do. I do. It hurts to move. I mean, you know. It takes a lot out of me to slightly readjust or, you know, like that meme, you know, where I'm sitting back, but then something serious happens and I have to slightly lean forward and put and rest my forearms on my knees to, you know, to step up my game play. Right, that right. takes a little effort and I have to make a noise for that too. It's just, it's a lot of effort to just exist anymore. <laughs> it really, <laughs> truly, it truly is. Uh, well, I'm, I'm doing okay. I, I've had a had a busy week it's been a little bit of a tough week been doing a lot of manual labor at the work mm-hmm. pretty pretty ironic that the same week that i got a raise that they worked my dick in the dirt literally and figuratively but uh you know it's okay oh, literally I'm... how did it feel did you come <laughs> i did not i did not although the limestone from the rock we were putting down would say otherwise um anyway oh you come dry yeah <laughs> just a just a little puff of air so yeah but i'm i'm very sunburnt i'm very lobster like from being outside and uh, very sore. I'm sore in places that I did not know you could be sore. And so, yeah, I'm well on my way to becoming a boomer. I'm, like, sore around my rib cage. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all those, like, muscles that are on my on my ribs, you know, are very sore right now. Very sore from wielding a shovel. Um, like I was playing Chivalry 2, for instance. But it's okay. I got my cup of coffee here to uh, perk me Why up. Why do you drink coffee? Huh? Why do you drinking coffee? You're not drinking coffee. I drink coffee now. Look at the Twitter. I tweeted it. Tweeted <laughs> you it out. Do I'm not drink coffee, coffee now. You're so full of shit. It's on the fucking Twitter. Go look right now. Oh my it's god! There's lots of stuff on Twitter that isn't real. <laughs> oh great! So our Twitter feed's fake news now, guys. I love it. it. Is. I started. Fucking Russian bots are now in our Twitter feed. <laughs> I started drinking coffee on Christmas Day uh, last year, December twenty fifth, two thousand twenty one. And this wasn't something you Lord. thought you should tell me. The year of our Lord. I mean, I don't know. I didn't know. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Man. I can only drink coffee a very specific manner before we move on here. I With your pinky up and your pants down? <laughs> uh, no, I, <laughs> I have to, I have to, it has to be a medium roast breakfast blend. Okay. <laughs> what Starters, are you that's, saying? It has to be a medium roast breakfast <laughs> blend. <laughs> First of all. For starters, okay. Also, the only other way I can drink coffee is I have to have my international brand Hershey's chocolate caramel creamer. Okay, I hate all of this. I will let me back up. I have been to I have been to places since then where complimentary coffee is offered, like at the car lot. You're waiting for your car to get serviced, and they have coffee. And I've gone with a French vanilla sugar mix in the coffee, mm-hmm. and that is also very tasty. So I won't say that I won't branch out, but I I'm the days will never come where I am a like a straight black coffee 
kind of guy or just black with sugar. Now I'm sorry. I need a little creaminess to my coffee. You know what I mean? That's a little fair. creaminess. Yeah. You know, I go, I go sugar straight black. If I'm, if I want, if I want to be perky, you know, if I'm in more of a flavor mood, Jesus. I'll add, add some cream or something in there. You think if you think drinking coffee straight black with sugar like that, you'd have a little bit more hair on your nipples, but, but no, mm-hmm. I'm native American. Don't insult me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Travis, we are a weekly podcast where you and I get together and we discuss all things PlayStation, like news, rumors, new games, and much more. We do it all in under 90 minutes, sprinkled with a touch of nonsense, as you just heard. And we post new episodes on Mondays on all the usual podcast services, like the one you're most likely listening to right now. We also post episodes on YouTube, as well as game streams and clips. Uh, mostly just not streaming lately. It's just more like gameplay videos is what I've been posting. So that's there if you're interested. You can also find us on social media, of course, if you want to reach out and talk with us about PlayStation or, you know, tell us that you like the show or you hate it, whatever. That's cool too. We're on Twitter, of course, at the DualSense pod, as well as Instagram, where I have been sharing some Horizon Forbidden West virtual photography. Uh, You can find us there at the DualSense podcast, as well as Facebook. And lastly, we have a blog. It is the dualsensepodcast.wordpress.com. So you can pick your uh, pick your places that you'd like to, to keep in touch with us and be sure that you do so. And without further ado, Travis, let's jump into the news here. I have some interesting things to talk about. Number one, Sony rather quietly pulled the newly launched Gran Turismo 7 from sale on the Russian PlayStation Store after a decision was made at the corporate level late Thursday night just prior to launch, to not make the game available in the country. Gran Turismo's Russian store page now states, quote, release date pending confirmation, end quote. The move coincides with Sony Pictures announcing it would hold off cinema releases in the embattled country, including the upcoming Spider-Man spinoff Morbius with, what's his face, Jared Leto. And it also follows direct pressure from the Ukrainian government on both PlayStation and Xbox to end support for Russian markets. If for some reason you've been living under a rock for the past couple of weeks, Russia launched an unprovoked invasion of Ukraine in the last week, which led to them being shunned, sanctioned, and isolated by virtually every major country in the world. The move by Sony follows in the footsteps of various other game companies like Microsoft and Electronic Arts, who have suspended all sales in both Russia and Belarus, and in totally unrelated Gran Turismo 7 News, Travis, we learned that the game's microtransactions have taken a turn for the worst, it would seem, when compared to Gran Turismo Sport. Whereas purchasing a Porsche 919 Hybrid 16, whatever that is, you fucking car nerd, would cost players $299 US dollars in Gran Turismo Sport, it will now cost 3 million in-game credits in Gran Turismo 7, which would require players to buy at least $40 worth of credits from the PlayStation Store. Although I do want to add that and you can probably speak to this. Uh, I know you haven't played the game yet, but just generally, I do want to add that it sounds like these in-game credits are earned pretty liberally in the game. So I don't know if this is as egregious as it is being reported. But anyway, let's back up and let's start with the no Russian news and then uh, talk about some microtransactions. What do you think? Russian news is interesting. I mean, that's pretty much on par with what you'd expect. I saw a post earlier today on Reddit, which I don't know if you're familiar with Reddit since you drink coffee now, you boomer. <laughs> it was a list of all these companies that have pulled out of Russia since March the 2nd, as of March the 2nd. So, of course, Sony was on there. Of course, I only remember OnlyFans and Pornhub. There was definitely some major companies <laughs> you've heard of. 
Your two favorites. My two favorites. Um, I like free porn and porn. You pay for it. There's all kinds of companies. You're a connoisseur. Left and right. Yeah, exactly. So not, not surprising there. I'm sure that there'll be even more that pull out. I, Ikea shut down all their stores in Russia the other day. Oh, so. wow. Um, yeah, it's like, you know, it's pretty, you know, I would consider it in line with like normal sanctions that you see. Of course, it's funny that the Ukrainian government was like, hey, uh, PlayStation and Microsoft pull out of Russia, which I know they didn't say it like that. And it was more in general. But it's just funny to me that like, you know, when you're one of the biggest companies in the world, it's going to read like that. But obviously, there's more to PlayStation, you know, more to Sony than PlayStation and more to Microsoft than Xbox. So sure, it sounds less funny when you say it like that. But <laughs> just to read it out loud, it makes it sound like they're like, don't send them PS5s. It's like, why? Um, <laughs> right. But anyway, no, this is all I'm, I'm for this. I think that in my opinion, if supporting a country like Russia right now doesn't one, it's a bad PR look, but two, it's completely unwarranted. So yeah, I'm, I'm for this. Uh, I back it completely 100%. I have no issues with it. Same for Belarus. You fucks. Yeah. Microtransactions. <laughs> so on GT Sport, it was notoriously difficult to get in-game credits. And, and by difficult, I mean like you kind of had oh. to grind for some of them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I hated that. I didn't even try. And like I never really bought stuff either. Like Almost all the cars I got were from a daily reward because, you know, you drive X amount of miles. It, okay. gives you, it gives you a car. So that's pretty much how I built up my library. I occasionally would buy cars for the daily races if I thought it was really cool or if I liked the car. So, for example, um, on the manufacturer series, I, I signed a contract one year with, like, uh, Puego. And I really enjoyed racing with that car. I won a couple of races, so I bought it. So that way I had it to do the daily stuff with. Mm-hmm. That's about the only time I bought stuff. The, the hybrid cars are actually fun to drive. They have a high amount of downforce, and they are super expensive in real life, as you'd imagine. So right. to have them cost an asinine amount of in-game credits is pretty realistic because they cost an ass amount, an asinine amount of dollars. So I don't have any issue with that. But you know, again, micro- mm-hmm. microtransactions, as we said before, not a big fan of them, but mm-hmm. I understand why they're there. I, I get it. But you're saying you're you're not going to buy them anyway, so no, it's, I don't care. It's fuck all. Yeah, yeah. Because like I can unlock them in that way. I can unlock cars in other ways on the game. They've added a used car market, um, which is what the old oh, games yeah. had. So uh-huh. you can get a car at a discounted price that way. You know, if it's something I really really want, you know, saving up for it is part of the fun. Like that's how I always did it on Gran Turismo Two, for example. So yeah, I mean that's not going to change for me. Um, you know, not having one car isn't going to break the game for me. You know, that's fair. like I really want mm-hmm. the Dodge Charger with the big fucking wing on the back, but I'm like, I'm not going to buy it with with real money. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's stupid and annoying. I get that. But like, this is less this makes more sense to me than buying a skin on Fortnite, to be honest, because yeah. the cars drive different. They handle different. They look different. They sound different. All of that stuff. They add, they bring different things to the table when you're racing on and offline. So that I get. Like a skin is just like cosmetics. I don't get it. That's a good point. That's a very valid point, actually. Um, I'll start here and I'll work my way backwards since we're talking about it. I, so for me, who is someone who does not play Gran Turismo, obviously, this seems pretty egregious to me. But at the same time, unless you're someone, I guess, who like, this is the only game you're going to play this year, which you're pretty close. I mean, but if, unless this is somebody here, somebody who just literally wants to have every car in the game, I, I, I think I can kind of see where 
maybe this isn't a terribly big deal because, I mean, are you really going to spend $40 to buy a car anyway uh, in the game <laughs> after you spent 70 bucks to buy the game itself? Yeah, I don't know. one so, car, I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I, but I guess at surface level, if, if just to take it for what it's worth, I, I think this is over the top. Like, I think the pricing is fucking outrageous. But then again, like I said, I don't play it, so I don't understand the in-game currency or whatever. Maybe that, I guess if you, maybe there's just a little incentive. I guess you don't necessarily have to buy, like no one should have to spend 40 bucks to buy a car off the bat, like, because they should have some form of in-game currency. So that in theory, uh, they should be able to buy much less than that. Maybe just they need enough credits to get them over the top. You know, I've done that in games before, like. I've earned enough credits in Rainbow Six Siege, but I needed like 200 more. So I spent $5 on the 500 whatever credit pack to buy some fucking character I wanted on Rainbow Six Siege. Mm-hmm. Like I've done that, you know, I've not spent 40 bucks, but I've done that anyway. I don't know. So you'll, after you get to play it, maybe you'll feel differently about it. You can report back, but maybe you'll feel like it's asinine how you accumulate credits in the game. I don't know. But onto the Russia stuff, I, I think just generally, I mean, not to get political, but Really, this is, in my opinion, this is really this this is really black and white. Like, there's there's no reason to be on Russia's side in any of this. Um, th- it seems like it's one of the most clear cut kind of you know moments of uh, clarity in the history of the world in terms of from a war time standpoint. And uh, literally, almost everyone. I mean, not literally, but almost everyone besides like China. And North Korea China. are against Russia in this. So, yeah, are against Russia in this conflict. Um, oh, Myanmar, if you will. Oh, Myanmar is on. Is they're they're for Russia? Yeah, huh? it's it's like if you went outside and then an ant was like, "Hey, have a good day." About that level of impact. <laughs> sure. So I, I get it. I mean, Sony doesn't. I don't. I mean, I don't think this really does anything. All you're doing is keeping the normal Russian people from being able to play Gran Turismo Seven. <laughs> So I, I think, I mean, it doesn't, I mean, it's just symbolic, right? I mean, most of this stuff is symbolic. And of course, some of it, I was reading about some of the Microsoft stuff. Some of the Microsoft things that they're having to do are related to the sanctions that have been put into place, for instance. So they legally, I guess, have to. But a lot of this other stuff that platform holders, publishers, developers are doing are just symbolic and, you know, signs of solidarity more than anything. But um, it's it's always good to be on the right side of history, if you will. So I think it's, the right thing for for Sony to do for the time being, and also I want to point out that on the year that Grant on the year on the week that Gran Turismo released, I made Gran Turismo the very first news story on this podcast for you. So you're welcome. Thanks. It's a big day for us. Number two nominees for the 2022 BAFTA Games Awards were announced this week. PlayStation Studio Housemark and their PS5 roguelike Returnal leads the nominations with eight across all categories. Insomniac Games' Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart is a close second, however, with seven nominations. And here's the full list of PlayStation-relevant nominees. Deathloop was nominated for EE Game of the Year, whatever the fuck that means. I think it just means Game of the Year. Deathloop, Ratchet and Clank, and Returnal were all nominated for Best Game. I'm I'm so confused by that. Uh, Maquette, if you'll remember that puzzling game that was a PlayStation Plus title back when, was nominated for uh, Best Debut Game. Ratchet and Clank and Returnal were both nominated for Technical Achievement. Deathloop and Returnal were nominated for Original Property. Returnal was nominated for Best Narrative. Deathloop, Ratchet and Clank and Returnal uh, were nominated for Best Music. Deathloop, Ratchet and Clank and Returnal were nominated for Best Game Design. 
Ratchet and Clank nominated for Best Family Game. Deathloop, or Deathloop as I have there, and Returnal were nominated for Best Audio Achievement. That's the Gaelic version. <laughs> it is. Ratchet and Clank, uh, I'm sorry, I already, no, I didn't say that. Ratchet and Clank and Returnal were nominated as well for Artistic Achievement. And Kana Bridge of Spirits was nominated for Best Animation. And finally, but not necessarily PlayStation related, but however interesting to us is that Hell Let Loose, Travis, was nominated for Multiplayer Game of the Year. Yeah, fair enough. So what do you think of, uh, yeah, what do you think of any of these? Uh, so just to clarify, Kana Bridge of Spirits for animation, is that because the other games had uh-huh. motion tracking? What do you mean? Well, I mean, they're, oh, they're, like motion capture? Yeah. Uh, it could be. I think it's because all these are really, animated. Yeah, but I think they. Yeah, I think it. I think they mean more so like. Again, I haven't played Kana, but I think it's because it looks like a Pixar movie. Like Ratchet and Clank looks just like a cartoon kind of in a way, but mm-hmm. Kana looks like a Pixar movie. So I think that really struck people. Mm. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, none of this stuff surprising. I mean, the games are really good. <clears throat> they graded out really well. They everybody who plays them enjoys them. You know, except for the, you know, super supreme difficulty of Returnal. That seemed to be on Dark Souls mm-hmm. level for some reason. I, I still maintain that yeah. I feel like Deathloop would be a really cool movie and that Returnal, the narrative part of Returnal could be a very interesting book. Like, I think that would be kind of fun. Yeah. Or even a sci-fi movie. I guess it could fall into that, really, in a sense. But Oh, yeah. Well, they did do that, didn't they, with Tom Cruise? Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, again, none of this is surprising. Um, it falls right in line with what you'd expect from these games. I'm trying to think. I would just, the animation thing has really got me hung up. Uh, original property is interesting because, you know, like, if they, like, like God of War Ragnarok will probably be on this list, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would think um, so. You can make it, or The Last of Us could be on this list, right? But these are, technically, those are original properties. But when I read original property, what I think of is like a new IP. Yeah, I think that's what they mean. I think it's that it's a new, like you said, a new property. Right. Mm-hmm. So you want to keep laying in your new IPs on this list. So to land two on there, I think that's awesome uh, yeah. for PlayStation. It's awesome for Housemark. They should be popping champagne and spraying stuff around the studio. Hopefully not like, you know, on the hard drives ruining the new game they're making, but <laughs> definitely should be celebrating. Does it make you, does it, does it make you, do you find it odd that Returnal is the most nominated game? <laughs> I mean... I find that well, odd because I mean I don't I don't know I mean it's a good game. Listen, I love House Mark. It's a good game. I didn't finish it. It's too hard for me. I'm too much of a boomer, like as as we've discovered. Next Machina from House Mark is one of my favorite games of all time. But I I don't know. I mean, yeah. and I, the other thing is I don't think it's. I mean, it sold well, but not compared to some of these some of these other games. So yeah. it reminds me of like when you watch the Oscars and they're like this black and white movie was really good. Oh, it's like okay, that's yeah, that's a good comparison. It's yeah, like, well, okay, it's like when White cool. House is nominated for all the shit, the one with Willem Dafoe yeah. and yeah. Uh, what's his face, Batman, Robert Pattinson. Yeah, don't they like fuck a dolphin or something? Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> fuck each other or something, I don't know. Or a mermaid or something, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I, listen, I'm happy for Return on Housemark guys. Um, we're going to talk about them again here in just a minute. I, one day I'll go back to that game and I'll maybe commit to it. Cause I, make, I can do it, okay? I can do it. I know I can. Okay, sure. <laughs> I can do it, but do I want to do it? I don't know. I don't know, but no, happy for those guys. Weird that Maquette is on there. Um, Ratchet and Clank, there's a lot going for it, but I, I'm in the camp that I think Ratchet and Clank's a tad bit overrated, as I've said on the show. So anyway, I uh, haven't played Kana, but I do, like I said, I know the, the animation is really what struck people, that it was very 
movie like. And then um, can't tell you how much I'm how much it pleases me that Hell at Loose was nominated for multiplayer <laughs> game of the year. Um, yeah. Chivalry was not, but right. Uh, so that that's a little odd. I, I feel like that was very deserving, but hey, you know, yeah. at least one got recognized, right? Yeah, at least one of our one and it was just Call of Duty, like yeah. <laughs> right, fucking ball guys. I get it. <laughs> yeah, at least one of our baby boys made it in there. All right, number three. Speaking of House Mark Travis, as I said, the now eight-time BAFTA-nominated studio re- revealed in an interview with Venture Beat that their new title would be a brand new IP. Studio CEO and co-founder Elari Kutinen, very Finnish, very Finnish name. Sounds like a guy I'd have on FIFA. <laughs> yes. Said that said that the project is still in the concept phase and told the outlet, quote, we're one of the very last dinosaurs making arcade games. Next Machina, shout out, a few years ago was very much a shoot 'em up game in the style of the coin ops from the 80s. That's sort of a clue, end quote. Oh boy. After being asked is the, if the game would be a live service title, Kutinen said, quote, We've been thinking about that. We had our stint working on multiplayer games because a few years back, it seemed like you needed to have some kind of multiplayer experience. We tried that and we really didn't do it as well, end quote. So what do you think about a new IP from these lads? And it's not going to be multiplayer live service, it sounds like. And it's not going to have something in the vein of Next Machina. It's, it's, it's talking a big game for me right now, but we'll see. Well, I enjoy the, I enjoy the phrase coin ops. I don't think I've ever heard that before. I think he means arcade, right? Yeah, like coin ops, like Broforce could be considered kind of like that. I mean, that's an awesome right. game. No, this would be kind of like going back to the roots, basically. So you would kind of, which is interesting, you almost kind of would expect after rolling out a game that's as well-received and nominated as mm-hmm. Returnal that they would they would come out with some sort of other AAA kind of level IP that's mm-hmm. more 3D than twin-sticky, uh, per, per se. Yeah, it's also really interesting for them to basically admit that, like, hey, we suck at multiplayer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, especially, I mean, like you said, there seemed to be a point in time where you needed that, and to an extent, you still do. Yeah, because most games seem to push you in that way. Like, you have to be connected to mm-hmm. online play to even play all the features of most games anymore. So, for them to come out and say, "Hey, we suck at this," is kind of funny. <laughs> it's also right. like, but it also is a good thing because. They've made some really kick-ass single-player games, and we've talked a lot about how we like these single-player experiences, and we don't want to lose single-player experiences. So it's kind of nice, kind of refreshing to hear them, uh, you know, a studio be like, "Hey, you know, we, you know, our forte is kind of the single-player mode, whether it's coin ops or not. Mm-hmm. You know, this is where we're going to hit. You know, this is what we're going to shoot into. So that's that's good. I like this. Uh, but I think again, yeah, I think it'll be more like you said here. It's definitely going to be more in line with with kind of like what their bread and butter is with next month, you know? Yeah. I had a thought while you were talking that, yeah, you know, because I don't think that their next game is going to be as difficult as Returnal. Mm-hmm. I, maybe I'm wrong about that, but I feel like it's going to be something that's more accessible. And I was just thinking, what if and he mentioned next Machina specifically, obviously. And then he said, that's a clue. So it's a clue. What if they made a game an, like an isometric or top down action RPG? Like imagine something like, you know, Dead Nation or like a or a Diablo, like a looter action RPG that somehow revolves around score chasing, something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I think a Diablo style game in the Sony lineup would actually do kind of well. We are getting a Diablo four. I don't know if that would overlap at all, but something in the vein of like a Dead Nation, Next Machina style game like that sounds interesting mm-hmm. to me. 
Now, of course, that's the, you know, I am a fan of those games of theirs, so I'm a little biased, but, you know, multiplayer, they need to stay away from that. I don't, I think that Sony already has their multiplayer projects lined out and their multiplayer studios set up. I don't think Housemark is one of those. I think it's some of these second party studios that they've partnered with. And then also ones like, you know, and uh, not Insomniac, but Naughty Dog with the Last of Us game, studios like that, for instance. So very excited to see what they could do next, but they've we're probably four or five years away from it so we can forget about it and then uh try to remember it again in a couple years whenever they randomly say something about it (laughs) number four industry leaker account ngt on twitter claimed that new infamous and sly cooper games are in development at playstation studios the sly cooper game was previously confirmed as in development by insider nick baker of the xbox era podcast Account NGT is relatively new to the leaker insiders scene, but they were correct on Quantic Dream's Star Wars project and details about the upcoming Bioshock game, for what it's worth. The leaker also claimed that upcoming PS5 timed exclusive for Spoken will be delayed and that Hogwarts Legacy will appear at the heavily rumored March PlayStation Showcase. Have any thoughts on any of this? Well, I mean, well, hell, if it's supposed to appear if it's going to appear the heavily rumored march playstation showcase it's not really rumored is it yeah um anyway that's interesting um i never really got into infamous or sly cooper i've yeah. i've seen a lot of infamous stuff it looks interesting but it's just never been a game i played i genuinely don't like sly cooper because it was the last thing i found the last headband i found on ghost of shishima <laughs> yeah. for fucking ever and i'd look it up which really pissed me off so I'll hold it against them forever. So you're not going to play it in out of spite? Out of spite, yeah, it's their fault. Yeah. Anyway, but anyway, no. I mean, again, like this says, you know, a, a new leaker to the leaker scene. So let's see how real this is. Let's just start with the PlayStation Showcase being a real thing. Yeah. Let's let's get that out there first, guys. I mean, we we know that's going to be happening. There's just too much smoke at this point. But I, and kind of like you, I really never got into infamous or sly cooper ever i don't even think i've ever played a sly cooper game except on on vita just for a little bit um and it was fine you know I'll, i might go back to it one day but infamous i i remember playing or trying to play the first one on ps3 like i said i bounced off of it in theory it's a game that i shouldn't like this the one that came out on ps4 which is second son i played some of it but i never finished it it was it was cool um, the combat kind of annoyed me. It, it seemed, it was tough for me at the time. Like I died constantly. I don't know if I just wasn't good at it or didn't know what I was doing, but the other thing I remember from playing infamous is that that game, I don't know if the frame rate was wonky when it came out or something, but the frame rate, man, fucking made me sick. Like gave me a bad headache and you're constantly on the move on that game, jumping from buildings and flying around and shit. So just like Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> So I remember not having a very good experience playing it in general uh, because of the performance. But, you know, I don't know. I mean, I think my problem with Second Son, it was a little bit too, like, watchdogsy for me. Like, oh, the guy was yeah. kind of like a, the guy, or like Watch Dogs 2, it was a little bit too, like, over the top, like, 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 bro-y, or, like, that's not even the word. Like, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Douchey, like it was a little too douchey for me. That and Watch Dogs too. Although I finished Watch Dogs too, but I don't know. Anyway, and then it was a very stark contrast from the from Cole. I think was the guy's name from the original ones. He was a very like gruff guy. I remember, but I don't know. I mean, I might give both a try. It depends on what what they actually are, um, what they what they look like. Um, as, in terms of 
the Hogwarts legacy of Forspoken thing, like Forspoken or whatever, is kind of a fart noise for me. Um, Square Enix is not doing well right now, so don't have high hopes for that. Shame. Yeah, and then Hogwarts Legacy. I, we've, we've heard that multiple times now that, that it's supposed to be at the next PlayStation Showcase. So mm-hmm. that, that's that's exciting. I'm I'm not a Harry Potter every uh, I'm not a Harry Potter guy, but you know we'll see what that we'll see what that looks like. I didn't see it at the Gran Turismo Seven Showcase, which is interesting because it got its own showcase. So cool game, Square Enix. Number five, Rockstar has finally shared just what exactly the PlayStation Five version of Grand Theft Auto Five can do. That's a lot of fives. The next gen, that's a lot of damage. The next gen version will feature three graphical modes, a native 4K 30 frames per second ray traced fidelity mode, a 60 frames per second upscaled 4K performance mode, and a performance ray tracing mode that supports upscaled 4K with ray tracing and a targeted 60 frames per second, so not a locked frame rate. In addition to the graphical modes, the new version will also include faster loading times, increased population and traffic variety, increased vegetation density, improved lighting quality on shadows, water reflections, and other elements, plus improved anti-aliasing, motion blur, highly detailed explosions, fire, and more. The PS5 version will include support for haptic feedback, adaptive triggers, and Tempest 3D audio, of course. And don't forget that a standalone version of GTA Online is also releasing alongside the main game, with PlayStation Plus subscribers able to claim GTA Online for three months and keep it as long as they are subscribed. And finally, players can upload their PS4 story mode save data from within the game for download and use in the PS5 version. On the online front, if you have a Rockstar Game Social Club account, then you're all set to import your character in the new version when it launches on March 15th. The next-gen version of GTA 5 will be available for pre-order and pre-download starting on March the 8th. So no free upgrade, of course, from Rockstar. What do you what do you think about the upgrade here? Well, these graphical modes are interesting, and they... They say a lot of magically fun buzzwords, but I think uh-huh. the question is, does it really work? So like mm. like on Gran Turismo, on the new one, there is a ray tracing mode that lets you pick when you start the game up, and there's a lot of people who are having frame skip in the ray trace mode, and they went with the other mode because, one, they literally say, I can't really tell the difference. I've read that multiple places. Mm-hmm. And, you know, why I don't want to deal with the frame skip. So, you know, again... If you're going to put out all these modes, make sure they work. And again, maybe that's something that Polyphony can fix with a with an update or a few tweaks. And you know, I think you know its launch state of 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 this of Gran Turismo clearly is a lot better than others. So I'm not really too worried about that. But my point sure. is, you know, make sure they work Rockstar, which you think they would be good enough doing. But I think that at least on paper, the things they've done are things you need out of a PS5 upgrade, right? Like you need the 3D audio, you need to have these quicker loading times um the density of the population of the open world is something that should be a bigger thing like there's enough power in the new system where you can make it uh, a more realistic Mm. density or create a density that you really want within the world and also yeah you know they've created the the haptic feedbacks for the ps5 controller for the dual sense so those are things that you have to have for a real ps5 upgrade to me if you're releasing a ps5 upgrade and it doesn't it doesn't utilize the controller. It doesn't utilize the 3D audio. Is it really yeah. an upgrade? If it's not utilizing the power of the system, it's not really an upgrade to me. Like the lighting changes, that's a big thing. Like like a lighting change seems like a little bitty thing, but when done right in the right graphic mode, it's a huge fucking difference. 
like huge. That's well said. So mm-hmm. I'm into this. I'm, I'm into all those things. Um, you know, okay. you'd be crazy not to take the online version that's free. Why would you not do that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I'm sure we'll end up messing around on this in a few weeks. Definitely getting the online version. No question. I've, I've actually been excited for that. been waiting for it. If you remember, you and I have a biker gang business. What is it called? Um, we have a, we have a weed growing operation. Uh, what did we call it? I don't remember what we called it. I'm excited to see what what my character's wearing because you sent me what your character was wearing the other day. It was fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had not logged on since 2018. That's the last time we played, and I downloaded it because I've been claiming all these one million dollar like PlayStation Plus GTA buck things or whatever that come out every month. I was like, shit, I got to download the PS4 version and whatever, let all this take effect on my account before this this thing comes out. So I did that and I was like, all right, I'm going to mess around for a minute. So I load into my apartment and immediately see my guy wearing the smell like a bitch t-shirt and I <laughs> died. Oh, I died. I had to send it to you guys. <laughs> and I think I gave my dude a black eye. So he looks like he just been fucking just ran through. It's hilarious. But um yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. And then we have, like you said, or like we said, we have our marijuana growing operation and uh, yeah, I'm excited. So in terms of like the story mode version of it, all of this sounds fantastic. And and of course, this is all, I'm, I'm assuming this is all coming to, to the online version as well, or at least most of it, I would think. So I'm very interested. And like you said, I think it, it sounds like on paper, a very good upgrade to, to, to next gen all these kind of bells and whistles, buzzwords, as you said earlier. And I do, I do think it's a little egregious maybe to charge full price for this, but you know, it's going to happen. It's rockstar. They're going to charge 60 or 70 bucks for this, whatever they're going to end up charging for it. They would have said otherwise already, if not, but you know, I, I hear people who have said today that on Twitter that, Hey, this is this, this really should just be a free upgrade from the PS4 version. Like I hear that. Like I hear that argument, but at the same time, like they've also put in a substantial amount of work on the game. Now, I say that, and on the other hand, there's no reason to feel bad for Rockstar. Like they're <laughs> doing fine, right? Like they've sold 150 million copies of this game. Like they're they're but fine. They have more money okay. than Russia. Hey, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> all these people complaining, just like listen, this sound like a bunch of poor assholes. Which is funny because all my friends are poor assholes. So I get it. <laughs> Yeah, me too. I am including me, but, uh, but you know, I, so I get both sides of it, but I, I say all that to say that I'm only, I'm probably going to end up buying it. So I'm part of the fucking problem. Okay. I'm a <laughs> moron, but, uh, <laughs> cause it sounds pretty awesome. Um, but I am a little trepidatious. You would think I would have already learned my lesson because I did get the GTA, uh, whatever the definitive trilogy and it was kind of ass. I know. Can we yeah. It was kind of hell there. Was, yeah, you did you? Yeah, you got it it's too. Yeah, that's right. It was, it was, yeah, it was kind of ass. And they're still updating mm-hmm. it, but you know, I'm sure eventually it'll be fine to go back and play. But yeah, I'm probably still going to be a moron and, and buy this anyway because I, I have been keeping my eye on it, and um, I don't know if I'll pre-order mm-hmm. it. I kind of because there's there's not going to be any benefit to pre-ordering. Like you're not going to get any shit for pre-ordering. Right. So what I may do is play the free online version, see how it does, see how it plays see how uh, the story mode version is received and then maybe buy mm-hmm. it after the fact is maybe what I'm kind of leaning I've towards, already, but I am I excited. i the story twice, so I, I just don't have a need to play it again. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. That is a good point, but I've, I've 
even though I've played it a couple different times, I've already forgotten a lot of what goes on, like other than like some big mm-hmm. set pieces and stuff. But right. anyway, we'll see. Number six, March's fresh lineup of PlayStation Now titles are here and include the previously announced day one release, Shadow Warrior 3, as well as FPS Crisis Remastered, first-person puzzle game Relicta, and narrative-driven noir adventure game Chicken Police Paint It Red. Shadow Warrior 3 will be available until July the 4th, while the rest appear to be permanent additions, although it is worth noting that Sony has been silently and stealthily changing the removal dates for some games on PlayStation now, and there have been games going off the service unannounced. So very mm. sneaky bastards indeed. Another another big red flag from Sony, but anyway, what do you think about the lineup? Uh, that's, they're just taking them off because they need to put them in the right tier for this new mm. Spartacus thing. Interesting. Let's see here. Look, Crisis Remastered. Here's the thing. I'm tired of Crisis existing in, my, in the world I live in. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to see it. I don't give a fuck about it. I feel like it's been in my worldview since I was eight years old, and every time I see it, I get annoyed. Mm. So just fuck off. All right. <laughs> uh huh. Relicta is that stuff that you get in like packaging you can't eat, but it's like those gel things. Oh yeah, I think that's what that is. Yeah, silica. Um, silica. Yes. <laughs> I really. I think Shadow Warrior Three will be decent. I think it will review probably in the seventies, maybe on. That's pretty good for a PlayStation Now title. I'd be okay with that. Not that I want to play it, but I think it'll be okay. I think it'll be fine. I have no idea what Chicken Police is, but I'm fucking in. I know. It's very intriguing. I looked it up a little bit, just saw some screenshots, but I'm going to have to watch some gameplay. It sounds so outrageous that I'm kind of intrigued. It seems like it, it, I think it, it really sounds up your alley. I think it is a detective story. So. And I'm a chicken? This sounds right. Yeah. I I think I've seen this. Yeah, this 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 definitely looks like your type of game. It's like L.A. Noir with like a Valiant Hearts art style, and it's just outrageous. I mean, you're a fucking chicken, so you're not fucking a chicken, <laughs> but you are a fucking chicken. But oh, I'm not fucking a chicken. Yeah. Anyway, Jesus. it's <laughs> it's a good little lineup. And then as we talked about last week, we got our first new release on PlayStation Now. Well, I guess technically Grand Th- Grand Theft Auto Vice City Remastered or whatever released on the service in December Nailed or whatever, it. but. Let's just count it as a, as a brand new title. Okay, this is the first brand new title releasing, so a little month. Um, we'll see what what happens when things go to Spartacus after the end of this month. Number seven, we also have a bunch of news nuggets as well, Travis, so feel free to jump in here with me. First nugget, website gamesindustry.biz reported that the recently released Soulsborne RPG Elden Ring is the biggest game launch in the UK since Call of Duty Vanguard, according to sales data. And it is the biggest non-Call of Duty and FIFA launch since Red Dead Redemption 2 in October of 2018. Pretty, pretty That's incredible. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's, uh, there's three guys at work who are playing Elden Ring. Jesus Christ. They love it. They, they all love it. They, they've all told me it's very difficult. And they're like, uh-huh. the people that tell you it's not as hard as Dark Souls, it's like, they're like, yeah, by like 1%. They're like, it's still really difficult. <laughs> yeah. It's like, is that really a difference? Right, and then one of the guys, Seth, he is, apparently he's on like the eighth boss, and there's like 25 bosses. God. And they're all like, how the fuck are you on the eighth boss? And he told me yesterday that he, he played Dark Souls plus nine. Dark so, Souls do you know what that plus? Means? No, I don't know what that means. That means he went through the game nine times, and it gets harder each time. Oh my God, whatever. Right. Play something else. Yeah. Go touch grass. So, <laughs> touch grace, so, as it says. <laughs> 
so so he yeah so he's already like he knows how to play these types of games so that, that's part of it but anyway they all love it they say it's great what's his name i forget oh my god i forgot his name i could see his face anyway he locked himself he i said he had 25 percent health and he had like all of his i'm gonna get the, t- the terms wrong he had like all of his ruples or something like that and he uh-huh. uh, went to he opened the door <laughs> in a cave he's like i don't I just opened the door in a cave arbitrarily and it he couldn't get out and when he went in there was a boss. Oh perfect. <laughs> he was like so Fuck. he said it took him he said it took him like three hours to be figure out how to beat the boss because every time he respawned he had to go run over and pick up his ruples oh, so he could no. pile potions. <laughs> it was oh. hilarious. I love it. That uh, sounds brutal. I would turn this shit off like delete, yeah. delete, delete, delete. That's what I also said. Yeah. Also, I love how in your Elden Ring story that the the, the Elden Ring world uses the Russian currency. As it's currently, that's, that's, that's wonderful. I don't know what they're using. We Rupals, can't even rupees. get. Yeah, Vlad's even. Vlad's invading Ukraine. He's invading Elden Ring, guys. The lands between, or whatever the fuck it's called. All right. Next nugget. Industry analytics firm Ampere Analysis reports that console spending in 2021 reached $60 billion and that Sony Interactive Entertainment accounted for 46% of all money spent on console games, hardware, and services. So, Sony, very dominant force the video game is that is that in the year or is that all time that's the year they accounted for 46 percent of all money spent last year sony so uh what would that be 28 billion something like that 27 billion 46 or yeah yeah you're right 28 billion or something that's a lot developer that game company the studio behind titles like flow (laughs) excuse me flow flower and journey I read that as flower. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. They've received a $160 million investment from investor group TPG. Sounds like a, I think that's a paint company and venture capital firm Sequoia. <laughs> meanwhile, <It's> <laughs> meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, Pixar co-founder, that's a movie studio. Ed Catmull <laughs> will join the studio as a principal that's advisor. A cat. <laughs> That's a cat in thought. Such a stupid joke. <laughs> the people are going to turn this shit off any second now. All right, next nugget. Epic Games has acquired music storefront Bandcamp. God, this is just getting better and better. <laughs> As part of its larger vision of making a quote-unquote creator marketplace ecosystem. Okay. A group of Warner Brothers Games veterans announced the establishment of a new development studio called Fortis, or 4T. Possibly. It could be 4T. Mm-hmm. The studio will focus on creating next generation live service titles. Chinese communist mega publisher Tencent has acquired a minority stake in Canadian studio Offworld Industries, who is the studio behind FPS live service titles like Squad and Beyond the Wire. Website Video Games Chronicle reported that Sony Pictures and PlayStation Productions' Twisted Metal television series starring Anthony Mackie has been picked up by NBC's Peacock streaming service. That sounds about right. Yeah, I agree. Also, Platinum Games' latest title, Babylon's Fall, peaked at less than 650 concurrent players on Steam on its Holy release shit. day, and Video Games Chronicle gave it a one star out of five rating. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking awful. That's God. terrible. Square Enix. I don't know. Square Enix published that one, too. They're having a bad run here. Bad run. All right. Next nugget. Battlefield 2042 developer DICE claimed on a new blog post that outlined future fixes and updates that future maps coming to the game will be smaller in scale due to fan feedback 
Uh, they also stated that they will be overhauling current maps to address feedback as well, but they're going to do it one map at a time, starting with Kaleidoscope. Well, so by the time they're done making the game, we'll, yeah, by the time they're done making the game, we'll be on to fucking Grand Theft Auto 6. Literally said, hey, hey to fix the game, yeah, we're going to just remake the game. <laughs> That's what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. God. Also, insider Tom Henderson has reported that F1 2022 will include supercars and cross-platform play. When that game needs cross-play, that'll be good for it. And when it said supercars, I thought it meant V8 supercars from Australia. And I was like, fuck yes, I'm totally into this game. And what they meant was like, you could drive like a Bugatti, which is not interesting. Yeah, those are in Gran Turismo as well, I saw. Yeah, they, they don't turn, they just go straight. Tom also reported that FIFA 23 will likewise include cross-play and expanded women's leagues, including the Women's World Cup, Travis. Also, Capcom announced that Resident Evil 2, 3, and 7 are all getting native next-gen versions sometime later this year. The upgrades will be free to current owners of the game. Cooperative zombie first-person shooter Back for Blood will get its first major DLC expansion on April 12th called Tunnels of Terror. Sony announced that they will be ending PS3 system repair support and support for all PS3 peripherals on April 30th. I think that's in, I can't remember if that's just in Japan or if that's everywhere. I think that it was just in Japan, but maybe not. Either way, ominous. Also, website PushSquare reported that Sony Interactive Entertainment has shipped some type of video game console prototype from the United Kingdom to Norfolk, Virginia, here in the United States. According to website TweakTown, <laughs> sounds like a fucking <laughs> drug website. Yeah. <laughs> who found the that's export a, log that's jesse's house in like season three of big bad <laughs> it is <laughs> tweak town found the export log of all things i hope people find this shit <laughs> the cargo was shipped according to the export log the cargo was shipped in four cartons weighing 1500 pounds back on november the 16th <laughs> we also know how much it weighed this is so oh, yeah this is outrageous i mean this is real obviously so my theory is that this is I think the most obvious thing is that this is PlayStation VR 2 because we also had the reports of various studios like Kojima Productions getting VR 2 headsets uh, dev kits in November uh, or early, yeah, late November last year, which would check out. That would add up. So Yeah, those those seem a lot heavier than I expected. Yeah, yeah. 1,500 pounds on your head. Shit. Can't play that shit. Yeah, it's like your wife sitting on my face. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) <laughs> all right <laughs> farming simulator 22 will get its free sustainability dlc for ps4 and ps5 on april 19th is that just like a convenient play on words you know like sustainable farming yeah correct that's what it is oh oh that is what it is oh, it okay. is it is sustainable farming dlc yes i did not realize that <laughs> also wow. a free yeah also, a free update for cooperative story adventure game Haven will now allow you to play as a same-sex couple. Can I scissor? <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> Yakuza series developer Ryuga Gotoku Studio has said that they are <laughs> working on, quote, a lot of unannounced titles, end quote, in addition to Yakuza 8. I mean, I mean, it seems obvious, but whatever. All right. Sony has completed its takeover of the anime industry as services Crunchyroll and Funimation have now merged under one umbrella and having retained the Crunchyroll brand. Probably you fucking nerds. Also, Persona 4 Arena Ultimax will receive the holy grail of rollback netcode for its PS4 re-release this summer. 
The Uncharted film continued its upward climb over the last weekend as it now sits at $226 million in worldwide box office sales. Pretty impressive. Website PlayStation Lifestyle reported that Deus Ex and System Shock creator Warren Spector, well, that's a video game name if I've ever heard one, that's wow. fake, isn't <laughs> He's working on a brand new IP at his studio, Other Side Entertainment. Quantic Dream Star Wars Eclipse game will not release until 2027 or 2028, oh. according to insider Tom Henderson, who cites a lack of developer talent as the reason for the long development cycle. Okay, well, first of all, holy shit, way to throw the team yeah. under the bus. It's like, uh-huh. I'll be fucking dead, so just whatever. <laughs> the fucking PS6 will be out. Seriously. We'll have PlayStation 6. It'll be on Get the, the PS4. <laughs> also, more new job listings at Ghost of Tsushima developer Sucker Punch Productions further cement that a sequel is in development, as, the two, as two new combat designer positions require that the person has played the original game. So that's good news. Welcome news. A PSVR YouTuber with a track record of correct leaks has claimed that Sony intends to release PSVR 2 in the first quarter of 2023. I've heard more of these rumors this week as well, so, I mean, I could see that, but I I still think holiday this year is a great time to release it too, but, you know, maybe not. Website PlayStation Universe reported that the following games received update patches this week. Fortnite, No Man's Sky, Predator Hunting Grounds, Dauntless, Sifu, Warzone, Horizon Forbidden West, Neverwinter, Elden Ring, Knockout City, FIFA 22, and GTA Trilogy, the Definitive Edition. So if you've been waiting for some fixes or new content, check that out. Story of Seasons, Pioneers of All of Town, has been rated for PS4, meaning a release is incoming. Action game Undying Moon has also been rated for PS4 and PS5 by the ESRB, which means a release is imminent. According to VG News Insider, Insider, I hardly know her. Wait, I've never heard of this website either. PlayStation will result, will result, will resurrect an quote unquote extremely popular franchise in the fourth quarter of this year, with the game said to be around 70% complete. But it's Spyro. <laughs> I was going to say maybe it's Infamous or Sly Cooper. Since, oh, God, uh, we've got just the, fucking spare me. <laughs> since we've got those rumors. Also, website Gamatsu reported that Pac Man Museum Plus will launch on PS4 on May 27th. Narrative advent, or I'm sorry, narrative-driven RPG beat-em-up game Young Souls will come to PS4 on March 10th. Post-apocalyptic city builder Endzone, a world apart survivor edition, will come to PS5 on May 19th, and I'm fucking all over this game. Of course you are. Yeah, I was gonna ask oh, you for man. the answer on. <laughs> barely, barely, buddy. Oh man, I watched the gameplay trailer trailer for it. Uh-huh. Woo! Woo! Oh man, I'm ready. Also, pixel art, side-scrolling action RPG. Oh my god. My Fumato was announced for PS4 and PS5. No release date was given, but a Kickstarter campaign is now live. Republic Anniversary Edition will launch on PS4 on March 10th. Also, developer Camouflage has established a studio in Japan led by Matt Walker. Little Orpheus or Little Orifice has been delayed on PS4 and PS5 due to world events. wonder what's going on in the world. COVID. Bethesda, <laughs> Bethesda Softworks has released a Ghostwire Tokyo Prelude, a free visual novel on PS4. God, no people have already read this. <laughs> I, nobody's interested in this game, right? I don't know. I don't Maybe. Know. Also, sandbox puzzle adventure game Time on Frog Island 
launches this summer on PS4 and PS5. The game was previously known as Trading Time A Croaktail, which is an infinitely better name and also hilarious. <laughs> Croaktail, because it's a frog. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Why'd they change that name? That was great. Uh, that's, that's so bad. Uh, well, yeah, what is the conversation like? A croak tail's ridiculous. How about time on Frog Island? As if that's not. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Oh God. Okay. Also, JRPG: The Legend of Heroes: Trails from Zero. Wow. Will launch on PS4 on September 27th in North America and on September 30th in the Europe. Open world murder mystery game Paradise Killer will release on PS4 and PS5 on March 16th. And finally, Gamatsu reported that run and gun cooperative action game Spider Soars will release on PS4 and PS5 sometime this spring. Sounds terrifying. And that's all for the new games. I'm sorry, the new games. Christ, that's all for the news this week. And I'm going to kick it over now to Travis for this week's new games. On the 28th, we have Breath Edge. On March 1st, we have Elix the Second, Far, Changing Tides, Shadow Warrior 3. On March 3rd, we have Babylon's Fall, Great Reviews. <laughs> On March the 4th, we have Grand Turismo 7, Disc Cannon Airlines, and Music Racer Ultimate. Those last two sound terrible. <laughs> they do. Those last three sound terrible. Okay. So obviously your beloved Gran Turismo 7, the very big release this week. The biggest, in fact. And Yeah, there's people that have been doing, they do like eight-hour streams on YouTube. I'm like, these guys. <laughs> God, it's not like you're playing like, I don't know, man. That's a lot, driving like, a car for yeah. eight hours. They're just like, let's see how far we can get with like the license tests and stuff, which I get it. I mean, that's probably what I'll do first anyway is all the license stuff. But I mean, mm-hmm. like that takes time. Like it's, some of those are a fucking grind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you big bunch of racing nerds. And then uh, I almost bought Elix the second, as you said there. I almost did it, almost. But what is uh, it? that it's a uh, it's it's like it's an open world RPG. It's kind of like Skyrim, but with guns a little bit. Uh, so I thought about it, but I'm I thought better of it. I'm gonna get it when it's on sale, or more likely when it's on Spartacus uh, at some point. And then of course it's actually it's actually a decent week. We got Shadow Warrior three in there too. And then we got the highly critically acclaimed highly regarded babylon's fall as well anyway that's all for the new games this week let's start to wrap the show up now travis by discussing what we've been playing and anything that we're looking forward to what do you got all i did really was play some i played some fifa i needed to sign some people like basically i put people out on loan and let some contracts expire when i got to season two i needed a couple of backups and i wanted to loan out a few people to see if i could get it to glitch up Anyway, the people that I signed, I was like, well, I'll just sell them when the other guys come back from loan, and then you have to wait six months to sell them, which I didn't know. So now I just have these dudes on my team that are like, <laughs> it just pisses me off that they're on my team, and I need to get rid of them. So they're just, they're just there. It's really annoying. But anyway, um, I finally found a fullback and a center back. So basically, the only thing I haven't found, I haven't found any midfielders that I really like. Uh, which is rare because usually that's all I find, and I probably yeah. need, I probably need another wing and another striker and another center back. So I'm like three or four pieces away. Um, my goalie that the game gave me at the beginning of the year, at the beginning when I started it, it, re- it just gave me a goalie. Um, 
he's like a 60 actually he's a 70 right now and he's 18 but god i found a 15 year old goalkeeper last year who is a 66 and he's just been in my youth squad waiting until he turns 16 and he's so he just turned 16 and he's a 69 so i think i'm gonna start him and he's five foot eleven, so we'll see how that goes. So I'm, I, I'm not really sure if that matters because if being short is a problem, then like I, I'll just sell him because the other guy's like six right. foot four. But we'll see how it goes. Um, the the goalie that I had that's a seventy, he just like wasn't good. Like I don't know, I even know how to explain it. There would just be games where he would just like miss balls, and it's like you could tell that it wasn't the difficulty. He just isn't good. Like he just he just would do dumb yeah. shit. It used to piss me off. So, like, anyway, I don't know what to do with it. I've never had a goalie that was a 70 that was as bad as him. It's it's very weird. But, um, yeah, that's it. Obviously, I'll probably be playing a lot of Gran Turismo. So, I'm interested to get into that. And I did learn that, like, on the daily races, your car has to be under a certain rating. Like, you can cap out at a certain rating. So, you okay. basically can bring any car you want as long as tune it however you want, um, as long as you're under that rating. So... And it'll have other stipulations too, like the car can't have nitrous, it has to have a certain type of tire, etc. So um, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about that because it you know, gives me, you know, it's like the old school games where you could tune them however you wanted to do. Uh, but now it's online and like I can kind of learn how to build a, build a car the way I want. Like, you know, yeah. do, I, do I buy it or do I, you know, do I use the car that's already good at handling and just, you know, use all my stuff on power or vice versa? You know, do I like a car that's more balanced? Um, you know, do I want mid engine, rear rear engine, whatever? You know what I mean. So, um, all yeah. that, all that fun stuff will be, you know, it's going to take me a long time to figure out most of that stuff anyway. What I like to upgrade, what I don't, that type of stuff. It's just, um, you know, you have to match your driving style, right? So, like for me, it needs to have really good brakes because I tend to brake late. So, I, you know, that's one thing I know out of the gate. So, you know, just stuff like that. It'll be fun and interesting to see how other people set up their cars for the same race i think this will be kind of you know before because everything was fixed it was really just about who's the really good driver but now you have to be able to do both parts and i think that'll definitely swing things in my favor i think yeah it's nice the big night for you You get to play your your gt7 and um i guess you'll be playing it most of the weekend right up until the time that you take me on a date to go see the batman on uh, on Sunday, I'm looking forward to that. My, I'm on my end. Oh, I can tell you the first track I'm going to is Daytona. Can't wait! I'm so excited that <laughs> Daytona, the 24 hour of Daytona layout is on GT. I'm so excited. I love it. Oh, go, go America! Just like I was so stoked when they added Laguna Seca. That's like all I did for a week. I was like, I'm in fucking That's America. A lot of turning left. It is. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, most of the right yeah. turns in that course are pretty short anyway. <laughs> Even with the road course, it's pretty funny. Uh. Of course, naturally. Well, on my end, I haven't played a whole, whole lot this week. I actually I haven't been on for a few few days now because I've been burning the candle at both ends. I've been working and then coming home and going to help my wife go through some boxes and shit at her grandmother's. And so I haven't felt like doing anything when I've come home. So I've only played Rainbow Six Extraction this week. Played some of that over the weekend. I actually need to go back to that a little bit this weekend and finish up some challenges in the current event that they're doing so that I can unlock the auto turret piece of equipment. Uh, I really, I just, I really like that game. There's, I think it's, I think it's underrated. I think if you're wanting a, a co-op game or even just a shooter, it's not competitive. I think it's for you. Um, 
again, definitely play it with, with friends if you can. I was playing by myself, and then I played with randoms a little bit. I have one good game with randoms and one like, not good game with randoms. That's about how it goes. It's like a 50% clip. I do still have one more 14-day buddy pass for you if you ever want to cool if you ever want to use it you can use that one too so i did that and then did play some more horizon forbidden west i'm like 22 or 23 hours in and the pace that i'm playing the game at is that one hour equals one percent on the completion percentage of the game so (laughs) very (laughs) it's a very snail's pace for me i i'm not trying to do that i'm just playing the game Um, i'm doing the quest uh, the biggest thing is that I'm taking photos. <laughs> they're good, uh, that, they're that, good pictures, dude. Like they really are. Like, like yeah. they're legit. I don't know if it's like the game or if you're just good at it. <laughs> I, the game fucking looks incredible. I can tell you that it, it does a lot of the heavy lifting, and then I just had to really find like good spots and good angles and just fuck with the poses and everything. There, so, there's one you uh, put out that was it's like a close up. And I don't remember what the character is doing, but it's really, really good. And two bots told you to DM them. Of course. I mean, within 30 seconds, every time I post something, love it, DM me. Fuck off. DM yourself. <laughs> I got one of those from a wood <laughs> post the other day. He was like, DM me if you want to share it on my page. I'm like, why don't you fucking build something, you narc? <laughs> right. Oh, I get so tired of that shit. I block all those. They just keep coming. So it's just pointless. But uh, yeah, I, I love the game. I, I'm I'm not very good at the combat. I I don't know what it is um about it, but I'm trying. I'm trying to use all the tools available to me, the traps and the various weapons and whatnot. But man, the fucking enemies are so aggressive, like more much more aggressive than the first game. And like they're you're you're never unless you're fighting a big bastard, you're never fighting just one on one. So that's the other thing. But uh, I'm trying to figure it out. I, I think it's just me, maybe, but. Um, we'll see, but I, I love it. It's a fantastic game, and it's one of the best made open worlds that I've seen in a video game. Almost everything looks good. There's a lot of vari- variation in the environment. The the fucking characters look fantastic. Even the most in, like insignificant NPC is is beautiful. Like in terms of how they've like captured that person and then put it in the game. Like it's incredible. It's very well done and. I think it's at a very high level, and I, I think, as I sit here today, I think it's better than an 88 or whatever it is on Metacritic. That's just my opinion. But anyway, that's it. So in the week ahead, hopefully looking forward to playing more games, actually, uh, more Horizon Forbidden West. I do want to play some Extraction. Like I said, I got to get some of those challenges done, and then I, I want to play Insurgency a little bit this week. It's been a little bit since I played it. And then I think that's it. I think that's it for now. I don't think there's anything coming out this week either. Uh, next week will be Grand Theft Auto, but uh, the thing I'm looking forward to the most in the immediate future is our Batman film, Excapade. been hearing very good things about it, so mm-hmm. super excited for that. One of my buddies tweeted out, it's the best live-action Batman ever, and I asked him, what about the Adam West Batman? You can't <laughs> act like that isn't it. That's fucking cinema, like gold. I don't know, man. Yeah, you're, you're, that's, mm, I don't know. I gotta disagree. What you don't like? I guess it's just it's it's just from a different time. So you don't like it? The Adam West one? Yeah. Fuck. Just, I don't know. That's way too that's way too campy for me. Okay, well, that's the whole point of it. I mean just I know, but you know yeah. you know I don't like to laugh. I don't like to right. have fun. And then you're all of your gene pool did acid for thirty years and then you were born, so don't wonder <laughs> you don't like it. Yeah, I'm very sterile. Very sterile. So anyway, that's it for me and for the show. If you guys enjoyed it, 
don't forget to uh, subscribe, perhaps, and we'll just get delivered to you every Monday right there on your feed. Also, if you would rate us or review us, leave us some stars, some thumbs, some hearts, all that shit, that would be wonderful. And it would also be wonderful if you would share us with a friend or a loved one who you think may enjoy a podcast where they can get all of the week's PlayStation news in less than 90 minutes. And then also, finally, don't forget to follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, etc. And we would love to hear from you and discuss PlayStation, of course, or any of the other bullshit that we've discussed here today. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get out of here now. You guys take care. Have a great week. And we'll talk at you next time. Bye-bye.